Welcome to Mental Health and You. This podcast brings you the best information and advice from across the Norfolk and Suffolk Foundation Trust. Every fortnight, we will hear from one of our specialist areas, be it school and parent support, the recovery college, well-being or research. Hi and welcome to the Peer Support Podcast. Today's podcast is all about being active and how it can support your mental health and is presented to you by Rachel, that's me, hello, Holly, that's me, hello everyone, and Tim, hi that's me, and we are peer support workers who work within the wellbeing service. So today's podcast will cover what are peer support workers, being active and our mental health and sharing peer support workers lived experiences being active to support their mental health. We hope that you come away from today's podcast with an understanding of how being active can support your mental health. So just to give you a quick introduction to peer support work and what peer support workers do. So the peer support workers within the wellbeing service all have their own experience of living with mental health challenges. And we share these with uh, share our experience of this with others, along with our recovery stories to offer hope. We use our experience of recovery to help people to make sense of what they're going through and to explore what may support them in their own recovery. So, like I said, today's podcast is all about being active and how that can support us um, with our mental health. And Holly and Tim, I'm going to be really honest and say to you, I struggle with being active. It's it's one of the things in in my recovery that I do find quite difficult. So, I'm really interested uh, in today's podcast to find out, you know, what the peer support workers are saying and what you guys are are saying. So, we asked our peer support workers within the service you know why do they keep active for their mental health what kind of benefits do they find Holly would you be able to share those with us yeah absolutely uh, so yeah we've got a few examples here from our personal workers so to start off with someone has said if I don't keep active I notice my mood drops and I'm less mate um, have less motivation someone else has said uh, doing rec- regular exercise gives a sense of achievement and even when I lack um, motivation to get going. Someone else has has said that uh, weight gain can make make them feel low. Uh, another one of our peer support workers said, "I I feel sluggish if I don't keep active." I can definitely relate to that one. Another example here is mood booster. Uh, getting out supports their mental health, and also um, one of our peer support workers has said. Um, it's the social aspects of being active, which I think is a really good good point because quite often when we're being a- active and exercising, there's often a social aspect there as well, which I think can be quite important to people. And I, I think also it's probably one of those things, Holly, that has been quite hard over the past year. If, you know, going out and being active um, and the social aspects, you know, make, makes you feel kind of better, makes you feel good. Actually, how we've, we've had to sort of change over the past year and sort of manage those things and yeah. keep ourselves active and keep ourselves well as well. And, and Tim, is there anything that you, you know, wanted to add in terms of keeping active yourself for your own mental health um yeah for sure i find it i like you i find it difficult to stay active um it i know it's something that i need to do 
Um, and actually, I've tried to shift my perspective from away from a thing that I need to do and more of a thing that I want to do. Um, so I want to go walking because I can go to nice places. Um, I can go down and see a duck pond. Or I can, you know, this, I can make it a thing. It doesn't have to be walking for the sake of walking. It can be a thing for me. And I know that by the time I get back, I will feel different to them when I started. Yeah, like you say, it's that mood booster. So perhaps we're feeling in a bit of a bit of a low way or a bit of a not so not so energetic kind of way perhaps when we head out but when we manage to do that so whatever we're going out to do whether it is like you say going for a walk or going for a run or you know as we're now sort of opening things up able to go to classes and stuff like that and when you come back and you've got that oh you know I I felt like this when I went out but actually coming back in I've gone for a bit of a bit of a walk bit of exercise when I come back I actually feel a little bit you know a little bit better I've had that mood boost and um, yeah and also like somebody else said having that sense of achievement you know you might lack the motivation to get going but when you've got going actually you've gone out and done something and you know the sense of achievement afterwards and we also asked um, our physical workers you know how do they do that so how do they keep active for their mental health and guys I'm really interested to hear this bit because you know like I've just said being active is it's not something that comes naturally to me so um, I'm going to see if there's any kind of ideas I can pick up from, from what the guys have suggested so Holly would you sort of start us off yeah, I can certainly relate to what you're saying there, Rachel, myself. So, yes, yeah, great examples here, actually, from our peer support workers. So, someone's put, someone said, uh, try to walk uh, 10,000 steps every day. We've got walking as an example, which I think is, is a great one. Uh, walking is a great example of staying active. Another very, I think, for, for me particularly, one that I can relate to, quite strongly is sing and dance around the kitchen um to music i think that's a great one um another one we've got is is gardening i know something that myself and rachel have been (laughs) trying to do uh uh, recently we we need to catch up holly and find out whether we've kept our gardens alive (laughs) we do definitely (laughs) definitely yeah um Another great example here is things like yoga and Pilates and swimming as well. Someone has said a quick spin around the block at lunchtime, a walk around the village after work. Another good example is is housework. Of course, we've got the gym. Another very important one, I think, um, movement breaks. So working at a computer screen all day. So I think we can all appreciate um, you know how, how important it is to get up from from our seats and away from the screen for a few few minutes uh, regularly. And another another really good example, uh, one that's been um, used quite a lot throughout the last year and a bit, um, is online exercise videos as well. Yeah, like you say, there's a, a wide kind of kind of choice there, isn't there? I mean, yeah. I, you know, when I'm, I'm able to, to, to try and be a bit more active, you know, um, I like walking. And one of the reasons I, I like walking is that it's something that you can organise quickly. 
you don't actually need a lot of equipment or any of equipment and it's free um i, I think for, for one of those things for me where i don't have to think right i've got to get in the car i've got to go here there and everywhere because then i'll just go well that's just another reason not to do it and you know whereas if it's find a pair of socks find a pair of shoes is it raining do i need a coat no out i go Actually, that's that, that's really quite quite a nice one. And oh yes, singing and dancing around the kitchen. Great one. Oh yeah. yes. I mean, one of the many joys of working from home is that you know if I'm if I'm just sort of doing some admin stuff, I will have some sort of music on. And you know when you hear a good tune, and you just think, oh yes, nobody can see me. Although I am declaring this to our podcast <laughs> out there. You know, ha- having that little dance or that that little dance on your chair for a couple of seconds where you just go, oh yeah, I remember this is you know a good tune, is is actually really uplifting. It is. It does well. make all the difference, doesn't it? It does. And and Tim, you know, um, are there any sort of are these things on this this pier that you've done to, to keep active for your mental health or sort of use? For sure. Walking, definitely. Um, I always try to give myself a place to go because I find it difficult to walk for the sake of walking. Um, so I try to give myself a place to go. And 10,000 steps can seem like a big number when I'm not feeling well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I try not to beat myself up if I don't necessarily hit 10,000 steps because even one step's better than zero steps. Um, so I, I always try to be kind to myself in that way that anything I do is more than nothing. Singing and dancing, yeah, do you know what? I do a lot of that too in the run of the house. <laughs> we um, should start a group. I'm kind of feeling... We really that, should. There needs to be a little band or something that we do. But. I'm, I'm so there for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, 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 it's like you say, it's, um, I find it too difficult to, to walk for the sake of it. I know, you know, it's that, that magic word, should. I should do it but for me it's it's that that purpose of doing it and and since our lives have changed in lockdown you know all that incidental exercise that I used to get so going into the town or you know parking my car at a car park and and, and going to, to meet somebody at a venue I'm not doing those things anymore because you know they've been kind of kind of removed and yeah sort of um like the thing about housework um I don't know about you guys not my favorite thing in the world to do no not at all <laughs> no but but again actually you can get a lot of lot of activity from it and what I try to do is then uh pair it with something that I do enjoy doing so you know when you've got that washing up pile and the washing yes. up fairies still haven't come round and done it you know it's really annoying and I've still got waiting to do it. for them I know, they, they will come at some point, I'm sure. But for me, it's like, okay, I'm going to bung some 80t- 80s tunes on. Um, I'm going to, that motivates me to then get on with it because I'm doing something that I want to do along with something that perhaps necessarily I don't. And you kind of find yourself dancing, well, I do, at the sink and just kind of, bit, yeah, just enjoying it. And, and like we said previously, having that mood boost, which is actually yeah. really important if if we're not having a, a day that, that kind of feels great. And, and Tim, I think your point that you made about sort of self-compassion in terms of, okay, I've not done those 10,000 steps today. I'm not going to beat myself up for that because actually what I did was a little bit of movement or, you know, I, I looked after myself that day. And, and like you said, taking a couple of steps is is better than none so yeah I think that kind of comes into that all as well and kind of links into our next bit so we were asking our support workers you know in terms of being active and how that supports your mental health 
Were there any challenges? And, and if there were challenges, how did you overcome them? And I, I think a big one, which I think we've touched on, is motivation. So if we really are not having a day where getting ourselves going is, is, is working, you know, how, how do we manage that? And, and actually, our motivation can be affected by external barriers. So the guys were saying if the weather was bad, you know, it's, it's hard to be motivated when it's, when it's raining. Um, interestingly, for me, in our current hot spell that we're having as we record this podcast, for me, it's actually the opposite. It's, it's the hot weather. So I, I don't know about you guys, but I can feel incredibly tired when it's hot. I struggle with hay fever and asthma. So, you know, and I kind of don't have those feelings of, yay, it's summer. And, you know, I find it a little bit trickier. And, and actually when it's really hot, I find it quite hard. I mean, Tim, is that something that you've got experience of sort of too? I really, really do. Um, I spent some time in France um, while I was unwell. I spent some time in France while I was unwell. Um, and it's pretty hot there. Um, pretty much don't, didn't go out between 12 and 2 any day because it was just too hot in the summer. Um, and it sort of taught me to adjust myself for the weather, essentially. Um, I tended to go out more in the evening until sort of 8, 9 o'clock when it was much cooler. And um, actually, there's things I can give myself I can give myself things to look forward to there, like the sunset is going to have some magical colours. Yeah, yeah, and, and and like you say, it is kind of looking at, you know, okay, maybe the weather's bad, or like for us, or it's too hot, you know, we can have that instant feeling of, right, I'm not going to do anything, it's all been ruined, but actually when you say, well, I'm going to go out a bit late, I mean, I sort of started going for a walk at about sort of seven o'clock in the evening, I mean, some days I manage it, um, I must admit I manage it better on a weekend as opposed to, to a weeky, uh, a weekday. Um, but yeah, going out and it's a bit cooler, a bit sort of calmer, there's sort of less people about. And the guys were saying if, if that weather is bad, you know, if it is raining cats and dogs and you don't really want to go out, they were saying that if you try and do more inside, so walking up and down the stairs several times if you live in a house or taking items back to the fridge, one at a time you know making those those things kind of last longer I thought it was an interesting um idea and also our motivation can disappear when we're exercising on our own and it can be easy to put off and I think perhaps this is something people have struggled with over lockdown where you can't go and have that social aspect because you can't go to the gym and you can't you know be with a certain amount of people so you know, if you're doing it by yourself, actually, it's oh, it's easy to, to put off, isn't it? If you don't, if you're only letting yourself, you know, uh, letting yourself not do it. But actually, people have said, well, if I say to somebody, oh, I'm going for a walk today, I'm more likely to do it, kind of having that that deal. Um, and and also, you know, if you can't go to your classes, actually, what can you do? You know, so could it be that you do, if you've been going to yoga classes, you do yoga for 15 to 20 minutes instead of thinking, oh, I must do a whole hour because that's what I was doing. And again, Tim, it goes back to that self-compassion in terms of, yeah, I can't do this for whatever reason is coming in, but I'm going to be kind to myself. I'm going to do something a little bit sort sort of different as well. And I think another difficulty can be time. In terms of, you know, where do I fit that in? 
in my day um I can't fit it in or I can't see where it'll fit and you know people were saying actually finding quick exercises or doing exercise uh when we're waiting so I've, I've watched something where you know you're, you're boiling the kettle so whilst you're boiling the kettle why don't you do some squats or some lunges or some stretches and kind of sort of putting things um together and I, I don't know if you guys um felt this one as well but in terms of mood so if you're yeah. feeling good you know people were saying oh yeah I'll head out I'll go to the gym I'll do a workout I'll do a run I'll do a class but if you're feeling Meh, you know what what do you do instead you know so they were suggesting maybe doing a bit of gardening or sort of go for a, for a short walk um I mean I mean Holly you kind of uh, yeah um suggested sort of there that you, you found that is that your experience then yeah I mean mood plays a massive part in this doesn't it I think and it can be potentially a, a, a big barrier I I try to you know when I'm when I'm struggling like for example I always remember go but going back to the walking thing when I was really struggling uh, with my mental health there'd be days when I'd just stay in bed all day and my mum would call me on the phone she would she would say something like just just go for a walk get up and go for a walk and I would be like but why I mm. needed a reason I suppose the motivation like we've been saying to to go for that walk so to when I know I have to need to go for a walk and um, to keep myself active now what I do is to lift my mood and to make myself want to do that I I tend to walk to a cafe and get myself to take away coffee and walk back again. So that way, um, it doesn't feel like such a struggle. Mm. And, and knowing that I'm getting that reward at the end of it kind of lifts, lifts my mood. Yeah, it, it was it was like Tim sort of said um, in in terms of having that purpose. Yes. For going somewhere, you know, and if we haven't got the motivation to do something for the sake of doing it, actually, can we find a reason, you know, we're, we're going out to, to get that coffee and, you know, reward myself with it when I when I come back. And particularly for me, a, a difficulty can be boredom. You know, oh, I'm walking the same old route. Oh, I'm seeing the same old things, you know. And I struggled with this in the first lockdown because it's like, right, okay, we're being told to go out for exercise. I must go out for exercise. And actually, yeah, I found it so difficult because I wouldn't enjoy it. I'd get bored. Um, and then the guys were saying, well, actually, can you listen to music whilst you're exercising? Or, you know, if you're going out for a walk, speaking to someone on the phone, whilst walking you know uh, a variety of perhaps different routes or activities um to do and i think also if we're struggling with long-term conditions as well you know what can we do with the limits of, of, of what we're able to do with those and i think possibly another difficulty sort of coming up in lockdown where pe- people have been furloughed or if they've had the misfortune to be made redundant is the finances of it you know yes. um yeah when the gyms were closed did you really want to be paying for your gym membership or you know now they've reopened can you afford to to, to pay for that as well and and like I said with walking what I like about it is that it's free you know regardless of how my finances are doing I've got a pair of shoes and I can go out and, and go for a walk when I want to when I choose to when kind of works for me 
Absolutely. I think, again, finance can be, can seem like a massive barrier, can't it? But there are actually, there are quite a lot of options out there being around being active and exercising that are free. Uh, I think it's quite often about um, doing a bit of, bit of research and again, I suppose ad- adapting as well, um, thinking about what, what we can do with what we've got. Yeah, it's that strength focus, isn't it? It's looking yeah. at, okay, you know, I might want to do this and I can't and I could be focused on all the things that I can't do. But if I can focus on the things that I can, you know, so I've got some CDs, well, I could do some dancing in in my you know in my living room, or you know we've got access to the internet. I could look at some of the free content that is out there and sort of try different things. And yeah, kind of just thinking around you know the barriers that can come. And I think another barrier really can be tiredness, can't it? I mean, Tim, you and I have just sort of talked about how we how we struggle in the hot weather. Are you the same as me in that? This kind of weather just makes me feel really tired. Yeah, it's, it saps your energy, doesn't it? Or it, it can feel like as as the sun gets higher, I feel like I can get lower. Uh, yes, no, I hadn't thought. Yes, that's a brilliant way to, to, to link the two. Yes, I feel the same. Um, I think well, I've kind of like I said, I live in France. So there's a couple of things I've learned from. I keep my curtains and windows closed throughout the day, drinking plenty of water. And yeah, it can and those things can help, but also just accept that it, it can be it can be a bit of a challenge sometimes with the bad weather. Yeah, and you know, and and you know, bad whether weather. it's <laughs> well, well, you know, yes, but it's our perspective, isn't it? And I think yeah, for, exactly. for you and Tim, we meet him. You know, the summer for me is bad weather. Yeah. Whereas there'd be people, you know, listening to this going, I don't know what those two were talking about because actually, absolutely, I'm I'm the op- complete opposite to to you two, but I think. And I, I, I love it when it's summer. I feel much better in myself. But I think that just highlights that we're all very different and individual. Yeah. And, and we need it, it's about finding what works for us individually. It, it, yes, exactly. Like, you know, um, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, when I'm going, oh, it's hot, I don't like it. There's other people going, actually, I love it. This is what I thrive for. And, you know, I can't, can't wait for this time of, time of year. And like you said, Holly, we're all wonderfully unique individuals. So it's finding what works for us. So, you know, um, for me, I get tired in the hot weather, but you know, other peer support workers we were talking about were saying that actually the bad weather, so rain and snow and cold weather, can make them feel tired mm-hmm. as well. But also if you've got low mood, so, you know, if, if I'm experiencing a hot day and my mood is, is not great, I loved what you said there, Tim, you know, the sun gets higher and, and you get lower, you know, oh, that, that really, really resonates with me. And it can then have such an impact where you're like, oh, don't really, whereas, don't really like that. Whereas those other days where you're like, okay, it's really hot, I don't enjoy this, but I'm feeling okay, I can manage it. And, you know, the guys were saying, if the weather doesn't suit you, do something indoors. You know, what, what is it that you can do that is active when you're indoors? Like the guys were saying, going up and down the stairs, a bit of housework. Um, but they were saying that if they're tired due to their low mood, it's actually harder because it's like you've got to, it's like walking through treacle isn't it so like, oh, you know, one foot in front of the other is just too much and like Tim sort of previously said 
we can start beating ourselves up and not have that self-compassion. So, you know, they, they were saying that actually they check in with themselves. Mm. Have I done too much? Am I tired because of that? Do I need a rest day? That's absolutely fine if I do. And sort of doing stuff like, actually, if I'm having a day on a sofa, they were saying, if I'm watching DVDs, leave the remote with the telly and just set, select one episode. So then if you want to watch the next episode, you've got to get off the sofa. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant tip. Yeah, and I, I think it's also finding, you know, the small things. Like I, I started off by going, oh, I find the active very difficult. I'm wondering actually if I do. It's, it's actually I'm probably managing to be active, but in a in different ways. So you know, not with that organised activity because I think I do I do struggle with that. And you know, you guys listening this afternoon can't see, but Tim and Holly can see that I cannot sit still when I talk. <laughs> my hands are flying about everywhere. I've probably got so much exercise in my shoulders just from doing this this podcast today. But yeah, it is finding. Those little things, isn't it? I mean, yeah, last night I was watching a bit of Doctor Who. And I thought, right, I've been watching this for half an hour. We're going to press pause. I'm going to pop outside and do a little bit of that weeding that I need to do in the garden because I hadn't managed to do it when I planned. And you thought, do that for a bit. Come back in, watch a bit more, do it again. It's, it's kind of working with how you're doing the resources that you've got available and you know what what kind of feels feels right and I think also if we're having difficulty with sleeping I don't know about you guys um that can affect my motivation to do anything let alone sort of being active and again the guys were suggesting you know trying to go do a little bit you know walk into the local shop just to get moving as it gets you moving, which therefore makes you feel a little bit better, and it kind of kind of carries on. And and Holly, is there anything that you sort of wanted to add to, to all of this? Yeah, I was just going to say. Well, um, so first thing with tiredness is something I can very much relate to. It's something that I experienced um, quite extreme tiredness on, on a daily basis, and I think sometimes um, figuring out the right time for you can help but no for me I naturally have a um a dip around two o'clock in the afternoon and then don't start to feel better until around four o'clock so you know I'm I'm more likely to be feel more active and upbeat um out of those hours so I think for me knowing that I can Mm -hmm. then adapt things around that and try to perhaps be a bit more active and exercise before or after those times mm, um, yeah. so yeah. I think I think it's a it's you know that that self-awareness and knowing how how you work how your body works yeah um, and and like, like you said you know when when Tim, Tim and I go no the summer is bad weather you know it's actually understanding that we are very different and very yeah. unique and going with our strengths you know yes. so I know what you mean about that dip between sort of two and four. I mean, mine tends to be sort of after lunch. It's like I go into yep. some kind of food coma and right. I, and just want to go and have a have a nap. Um, I know that I can't in a working week. That's that's not really not going to work. But also, I know the first thing in the morning. Yeah, that's not a good time either. So it's it's kind of finding you know. So like I said, for me, sort of seven o'clock in the evening in, in particularly in this time time of weather time of year 
that kind of works for me to, to yeah. go and, you know, maybe it's a walk, maybe it's a bit of tidying up in the garden, and maybe it's a bit of housework, who knows. But also I know I speak to people who fasting in the morning, they've got that burst of energy. So actually I will go for that walk, I will go for that gym session and, and things like that. And Tim, is there anything that you wanted to sort of to add to all of that? Yeah, um, I do quite a bit of archery. Um, it's like, I don't know, I'm, it's my thing. <laughs> um, and um, it's something, I guess, in terms of what motivates us. Um, if I can find something I'm interested in, um, something that can be a mindful activity where I can just focus in on um, something very specific. I mean, archery, you're focusing on being accurate. Um and it can be a very mindful experience. But again, the hot weather basically won't shoot during the week. Um, and it will be in the evenings on the weekend. Um, and then my activity will come from things during the day. Um, like I tend to get my neighbor's bins in on bin day. I don't know how they feel about that, but I do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just, you know, an extra, an extra four or five, um, trips back and forth to, to where the bins are kept. Um, and it's finding those adjustments for, for myself. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's those little things that, you know, I mean, and like I said, at the start, I said, oh, the active, oh, no difficulty. But actually listening to you guys, it is those things that we're doing throughout the day that perhaps we don't realise. So my inability to talk without moving my hands, that's a lot of stretchy kind of stuff that I'm doing there. The times where I get up from the computer deliberately to have that screen break because you know we need to and I think what I've got from this is it's actually it's finding what works for you in terms of the activity that you enjoy doing time of day that it works for you fitting it into your lifestyle and you know trying your best with it and for those days where you know things come along whether that's how we're feeling how we're doing finances whether all of those things that can can come along and you know spoil plans as such it's then like we've said it's kind of going well what's another thing that I could do that could get me some some activity in my life that isn't quite what I wanted to do or you know just just having that adaptability to to absolutely and we've become I think we've all become experts in adapting over the last year and a bit yeah, I, I, I think we have. And it's, you know, I think we also have to congratulate ourselves for the, all those adaptations that yeah. we've, we've had to do and continue to do. So thank you, guys. Um, absolutely fantastic to, to, you know, have a, a chat about all of this, this this afternoon. So it's really great. So just to kind of bring everything together. So today's podcast has shared peer support worker lived experience examples of being active to support their mental health. Our next podcast will be looking at sleep and our mental health. So if you're listening to this this, uh, podcast and would think that actually referring yourself to the wellbeing service would be useful, it's really simple. You can do so via our website and you can also do so over the telephone. If you're currently having treatment within the wellbeing service and would like to have peer support, then please do speak to your therapist who can make the referral for you. I'd just like to say a really big thank you to Holly and Tim for their time in today's podcast. Like I say, really interesting to, to find out how we're, how we're all managing to, to get a little bit of activity in our lives and, and looking after our mental health at the same time and thank you for our podcast listeners for tuning in today it's much appreciated so i'll say goodbye goodbye
Um, and it's goodbye for me. And thank you all so much for listening. That's goodbye for me. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please do subscribe. It's free and means the podcast will automatically download every fortnight. Do rate and review Mental Health and You and follow our social media accounts that are all in the show notes. And more than anything, look after yourself.